Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Welcome in. It is the Sparky's Midday Madness program. Live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education. Check them out right now at lakeland.edu. Lakeland.edu. Going for 25 years, man. A long time at Lakeland University uh, to be doing your thing and doing it well at a high level at Lakeland University. See Sparky Fiverr, Adam Roberts, other side of the glass. I just want to, before we get to uh, the rest of the show, uh, I want to carry over what we just ended the big show with quickly. This whole Pro Bowl nonsense. Um, and, and we got Mike Maxey coming up, um, Maximum Hoops uh, NBA on Twitter. Uh, he'll join us. He's done the NBA draft show with me, I don't know, 12, 13 years. I guess him and I used to do the draft show on this radio station. Um up until uh, a couple of years ago when we stopped doing the draft show. But yeah, so uh, we'll have him on and talk about the NBA trade deadline uh, and so forth in about uh, 15 minutes. Back to this Pro Bowl thing. So just for a quick second, think about this for a second. I I said it going out. Tom Brady played in two Pro Bowls in his career. Two. Now, went to several Super Bowls and for the longest time, if you went to the Super Bowl, you know, you probably weren't going to necessarily be in the Pro Bowl. Some guys still went because it was after the fact. Hawaii was after the Super Bowl. Then later they changed it so they had uh, the Pro Bowl before the Super Bowl like they did this year. And again, you have guys that lost last weekend, like the Packers, uh, who decided just not to go. Eh, I don't care. Not going. It's in Vegas. That's nice. And, you know, I'm sure the guys will have fun and so forth. But, uh, no, not not good enough. Literally, the only chance, in my opinion, you have of having this be something where these guys will consider it is if the money is significant. What if you did something a lot? Again, the NFL is hemorrhaging money. They have so much money. What if you did something along the lines of, hey, man, look, If your team wins, each player gets $2 million, right? And the other, uh, each player gets $2 million for themselves and will donate a million to your charity of choice as well. So essentially, it's $3 million per player in the Super, in the Pro Bowl. If you lose the Pro Bowl, you get $500,000 to you and you get $500,000 to your charity. Or maybe you make it a million dollars either way, win or lose. But you get $500,000 for losing, $2 million for winning. Now, I don't know if that's enough. Maybe that's not enough. We're talking about guys making you know, $20 million a year, $10, $15 million a year, maybe a $2 million net for yourself and a million dollars for a charity, maybe that's still not good enough to get you to try and actually compete in this game. Not quite sure. But that is the only way you're going to fix this game. 
is if you can make the financial aspect of it worth it for them to go out there and play hard somewhat and convince them to show up to play in the game. You can make fun of the NBA All-Star game all you want and say, well, yeah, it, it's a it's a glorified you know AU game or whatever you want to call it. It's just running up and down, no defense, so forth. But nine out of ten times, by the time the fourth quarter rolls around, the intensity level picks up. When you get to the last few minutes of the game, it really picks up, and you get a pretty competitive game down the stretch. That's normally how it happens. Uh, first half, no. Scoring back and forth, no defense, alley-oops, trick shots, all this stuff. They're having fun. By the time the game ends, now it gets more competitive. Now it's bragging rights. Now we get more involved. Can you even get the National Football League's Pro Bowl to that point? I don't know. I don't know if you can get to that point. But that's something you have to try and figure out how to get to. Or you just get rid of it. And then you're the only pro sport without an all-star game at the end of the day. And maybe then it's just, if you're voted as a all-star, go back to calling these NFL players all-stars, you know, we'll still vote an all-star team, and then we'll still vote an all-pro team. So if you have it in your contract, if you're an all-star, boom, you get this much money, uh, but there's actually no game to go play. Because it says a lot about that game when you see that Brady only played in two. Clearly not important to him at all. Not in the least. Didn't care. Didn't felt like he missed anything. Didn't care about it. Uh, Some of these guys, they go to these Pro Bowls for the camaraderie aspect of it. Hang out with their guys from around the league that they're friends with. Get to know other guys. Families get to hang out a little bit. At least that's how it was when I was in Hawaii. Now, Vegas, I'm not sure I'm bringing my family to Vegas. But Hawaii, that's different, right? Kids are playing on the beach together, playing in the ocean, whatever the case may be. So that that part of it, I get. And and maybe they go back to Hawaii and try and figure this out. I I don't know. But I, I don't. I mean, Disney has more money than God, too. There's another one. They've got that big uh, Disney resort over there uh, in Hawaii. Maybe Disney becomes a title sponsor, and that's how you get the money necessary uh, in order to up the stakes to get the the play to be better uh, than what it was. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there, a, a couple of things. Because it really is sad. Because that was something, growing up, I used to love watching the Pro Bowl. Used to love it. Had so much fun watching the Pro Bowl, and now it's completely gone downhill. Completely downhill. Uh, we'll talk with Mike Max you know, a little bit about the NBA trade deadline, what he thinks the Bucs should do, what he thinks uh, the Bucs should be looking for, maybe a couple players uh, that Mike Maxey likes uh, on that NBA trade deadline uh, list. Trade deadline Thursday. Thursday is the trade deadline, so only a couple days away. We'll have Eric Name from The Athletic uh, on the Wendy's Big Show coming up on Wednesday. Uh, so looking forward to having Eric on and talking some more uh, Bucks NBA trade deadline with him on Wednesday on the big show. Uh, quickly here, before we get to a break in a few minutes, I, I want to go over uh, the latest in the NFL and these coaching hires. So it looks like Lovey Smith now uh, is the new Texans head coach. Uh, if I was a Texans fan, I'd be livid. I- I'm just, I'd be livid. Absolutely livid. Let me tell you why. Not because I don't think Lovey Smith is a good head coach. He's got above 500 record as a career and as head coach. Took his team to a Super Bowl with the Bears. Rex Grossman, for God's sakes. Um, took him there. They lost, but he took him. Good coach. I think he's solid. Uh, super nice guy. Like, got to work hard to find somebody that doesn't like Lovey Smith. Uh, tried his, his thing in college at Illinois. That didn't work out so well. This is why I'd be hot. You had a coach in Cully that you had for a year. Okay? In that year, last year, you had a young quarterback, Davis Mills, that you were progressing with. Your coaching staff was progressing. He was getting better. I think he had more 300-yard games than any other rookie quarterback in the league last year. So he's progressing, and you're getting better. The players are playing hard for Cully on top of it. There was no real give up on that team all that much this year. Thought it was a good showing. When you let him go, my thought was, well, they got they got somebody that's a ringer that they think is significantly better than what Cully was able to do. That was my thought. Somebody. Now, who is it going to be? I don't know. 
But I figured they had somebody. Now, nobody ever linked Harbaugh to the Texans, so that was never an option. But I figured they had somebody they wanted, somebody from the New England pipeline. I thought Brian Flores might be that guy. Okay. Flores became available. They said, okay, we didn't think that was going to happen. We're going to go get Brian Flores. Would have made sense. But you didn't even hire Brian Flores. You hired Lovey Smith, who has been around a million years. And I get it. Yes, nice guy, nice coach, fine. You could have just kept what you had at coach to begin with in Cully. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. That, that, that irritates the heck out of me. And I'm not a Texans fan. I don't care about the Texans one way or the other. But that dude just got completely screwed. Like, we all thought he got screwed before. Now I really believe he got screwed. This Lovey Smith hire, to me, this doesn't feel like that was our guy from the start. You did not fire that coach to hire Lovey Smith. That was not plan A. There's no way you're going to sell me that Lovey Smith was plan A in this deal. Now, what could have happened is Flores was the hire. Files a lawsuit, and the owner goes to, uh, to the GM and says, hey, man, we ain't touching him. Find somebody else. Could very well be what happened. That was plan A. Filed the lawsuit. They found out about it. Owner goes to the GM. It's not happening. We're not bringing that dude in. Find somebody else. I don't care who you find, but find somebody else. So, Lovey Smith gets the job. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I just, again, they'll, they'll be competitive with him. Now the Dolphins. Now the Dolphins, they get rid of Brian Flores. Again, my opinion: if you're going to get rid of this dude. It better be for somebody that's proven, somebody that's got some type of track record that's going to come in here and win everybody over. Maybe somebody with a ring. That would help. Somebody that's been in the mountaintop. Nope. Y'all didn't do that either. Now, the guy the Dolphins end up with is Mike McDaniel. Okay. On the coaching staff with Shanahan. All right. I get down with it. I was watching it on Twitter last night. There was a video up of all these different snippets of Mike McDaniel talking uh, at all these different press conferences. And now he's messing around and joking around with the media and so forth. So I think the Miami media is really going to like him. I think he's probably going to blow up nationally because of his personality. People are going to get down with him and dig him and find him to be kind of a real dude. Um, so that's good. Uh, you've seen people come out in support of him in the Niners organization about how great of a dude he is. Um, so that's good. Obviously, Appears to be very smart based on with what they've done with Jimmy G uh, in the last year. But again, you fired a guy that was winning. And now, after we hear of why y'all didn't get along, you and Brian Flores, according to the allegations, uh, makes you look even worse. And then you didn't follow it up with a guy that has any type of track record. You followed it up with a guy that's never even done it before. That doesn't make any sense to me. Doug Peterson Jaguars. Okay. I mean, I get that. At least he's got a ring. Like, I kind of understand that. He's a former quarterback. You've got a young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Anything is better than Urban Meyer and that disaster that was. So anything's an upgrade there. So I get what Chad Collins was doing there with the Jaguars. I Okay, I understand that one. Fine. Kevin O'Connell to the Vikings. Now, that's I don't believe that's official yet, but he's because he's got to wait for the Rams to get done. So it won't be official until after the Super Bowl. Okay, again, I kind of understand that one to a certain degree. You were done with Zimmer, the defensive-minded coach, wanted to get this offense going back in the right direction again. New voice, new blood. Zimmer's been there forever. Change of direction. Fine. Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. I can't judge this one fairly because I can't stand the dude. Like, I don't care who would hire Josh McDaniels, I would have said, good luck, because I don't like the dude. So... We'll just move on because I can't give you a fair assessment because I don't like him. Uh, Giants, Brian Dabble, I think that's a great hire. We'll see if I'm wrong or not, but I, I love that hire. Loved him in Buffalo. He was in Alabama, so big fan of Brian Dabble. We'll see. Uh, Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett, huge fan. I think that's a great hire. Eberflus, big fan of his too in Indy. Um, I think that's a good hire too. We'll see how good Luke Getze is calling plays, but I like that too. So my biggest issues with a lot of these are, are simply the Levy Smith hire after you didn't need to get rid of Cully. Uh, the McDaniel hire, which may turn out to be very good, um, 
But still, I mean, you're following up floors for this. You didn't follow up floors with Harbaugh, who has a track record in the NFL, has done something, has proven something. You followed it up with a guy that's unproven. Now, there's one team left, the Saints. Does anybody want to bet that Eric Bannon is the next head coach of the Saints? Would anybody like to place that wager? I'm all in on Eric Bannon is going to be the next head coach. I have no inside knowledge of this whatsoever. Other than the National Football League coming out with their statement, after first completely poo-pooing the whole lawsuit uh, by Brian Flores, then comes out at the end of last week over the weekend and says, well, well we're going to have to look into our diversity hiring process and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and we're going to investigate. So when they finally got around to reading the damn thing. Now they've realized, okay, maybe we got some problems here. I, I think Bannon the hire. And I'll be honest with you, if I was Eric Bianami, this is going to sound stupid. I'd withdraw. I wouldn't want that job. They don't have a quarterback. And Kamara, he just got arrested last night. So that's going to be a problem. Now, how much of a problem would it be by the time next football season rolls around? I have no idea. Maybe this would be all done and over with. But you got him. Mike Thomas didn't play really at all this whole last year. So you have no idea what that status is all about either. Like, that's a horrible job. And they're like $70-some million over the cap on top of it. It's a horrible job. Again, this is the other thing that nobody ever brings up. Yes, there are only 32 NFL jobs. I get it. But why take a job that doesn't put you in a position to succeed? Why? Why take that job? I mean, every, there are people that are going to take any job offered to them in the National Football League. You offer me a coaching job? Yes. I'll figure out the rest later. Cool. Good luck to you. But remember, if it doesn't work, you may not get another chance at this. Like, everybody that fails as an NFL head coach does not guarantee, is not guaranteed a second opportunity to be an NFL head coach again. Just not a thing. That job, that Saints job, is awful. No chance I'd want that job. None. None at all. Yes, Adam? How interesting will it be for Gail Benson, owner of the Saints, if she has the two resumes in front of her and has to choose between Eric Bieniemy or Brian Flores? Well, Flores is the obvious choice. And he, he started it. Now, again, Flores, to me, makes sense there because he had to go through a rebuild in Miami and he still got him to play hard and they were still be able to be competitive. So he's been through it. He knows what he's doing. And the only difference, though, is he had a situation where you ended up with a, a young quarterback in Tua. This draft class, this draft class as they currently sit, plus with their picks and pick situation and everything else, I don't know. Saints are just up against it. But I, I bet you it's Eric Bieniemy. We'll see. We'll see if I'm right or not. Floors would make sense. But I, I bet you it's Eric Bieniemy in New Orleans. So we'll see what happens. Uh, coming up next, we'll talk with Mike Maxey, uh, Maximum Hoops NBA on Twitter. We'll get his thoughts on the NBA trade deadline, what he thinks the Bucs may be looking to do, what they might actually do straight ahead here on Sparky's Midday Men's. Welcome in, Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals here on 1250 AM. The fan, Admirals, just tearing it up over the weekend. Badger Band was in the house. They did the Special Olympic jerseys as well over the weekend. Admirals just doing great things. And don't forget, no matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games. It's Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games. Their huge entertainment game room. Settle down some awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up. With all the extras, visit their Facebook page or QClubWI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. My buddy Jake was just there. Him and his buddy went uh, on Friday night for fish fry. He said his buddy got chicken tenders, which were delicious. Jake said he got the walleye, and the walleye was absolutely gigantic. Uh, the walleye they gave him said it was absolutely excellent. So, uh, again, Q Club just pleases are my next guest, Mike Maxey uh, of Maximum Hoops NBA on Twitter. He knows all about it because we did many a draft shows at Q Club of Wisconsin. He joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Michael, you could talk all about the Q Club. You've been there many a times. Yeah, it's a very good atmosphere. Lots of TVs. Good place to have a beer. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so uh, let's let's talk about this NBA trade deadline. Um, 
First things first, uh, if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, right now they've been attached in reports that I've seen to Dennis Schroeder, the guard. I've never been a Dennis Schroeder fan. It appears his shot has gotten better based on eye tests. I haven't actually looked at the numbers to see if that's true. Uh, Your thoughts on Dennis Schroeder and the fit with Milwaukee? Well, I I mean, obviously, right now, George Schultz, their backup point guard, you know, um, I don't know how much of a – Dennis Schroeder likes the ball in his hands a lot, and I'm not sure that's exactly a perfect fit for the Bucs. I was actually surprised to hear that name uh, bandied around in Milwaukee. Uh, I don't think – I really don't think that he is um, a viable target for the Bucs. I I don't – I would not be surprised if he's still in Boston after the trade deadline. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if – well, I, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be a lot of activity. Did you bring up Boston? That team should be so blown up. That that team should be blown up and started over with. I'll be honest. Like, if I was the Celtics, one of those two guys are going. Whether it be Tatum or Jalen Brown, I, I've seen enough. I mean, they've been together long enough. It's not working. You've got a new coach, uh, and it's still not working. For me, I blow it up and start over. What about you? Well, the problem is, is I like both players. I, I do. Um I don't know. I think the pieces around them are just not working. Uh, Marcus Smart, uh, I mean, he's not really a true point guard. Um, Dennis Schroeder has been, he's been inconsistent at times. Al Horford, they, they're playing him at the four. He's slow. Uh, he shouldn't even be in, he, he probably should be a bench player at this point in his career. I just don't like any of their pieces around him. I think Robert Williams is finally starting to, uh, you know, become a nice player, but I think there's more problems than just Brown and Tatum. Uh, if they shoot, I mean, obviously, if they were to choose to take uh, one of them out, uh, they'd get a lot of return for them. But I, I'm not sure that the Celtics are ready for that yet. All right, let's switch over to another Eastern Conference team, the Orlando Magic. John Hammond still in the middle of a very long rebuild uh, going down in Orlando. Another name that's been bantied about by Bucks fans, not by media necessarily, but by Bucks fans, a guy that Bucks fans would want would be Mo Bamba. Uh, from Orlando in his fourth year already uh, and among the league leader in shot blocks, averaging two shot blocks per game. Uh, what do you think about Mobamba as an option uh, to be that backup to Brooke Lopez? Obviously, well, obviously Lopez has been been out all season too, so you, you need some insurance. Uh, Mobamba would be a nice player. Um, I, I'm not sure where Orlando feels that they're at in their rebuild because right now they're playing Bamba and Carter together. Yep. Um, it's worked at times. It's not worked at times. Uh, I don't like a lot of their pieces um, in general, and I think they, they need to do something. Um, you know, a guy who I, I've been hearing, uh, Gary Harris, is a possibility from Orlando. I hear him possibly going to a contender like the Lakers or the Nets or, or possibly the Bucks as a, as a shooter off the bench. So I like him. Um, yeah, I do too. Um, and he's he's a good defender too, and he's really just basically been pushed out of the starting lineup because of the youth movement in Orlando. So that's a name I think I would I think I would see him move before Bamba. Time with Mike Maxey. Uh, catch uh, his podcast that he does. He used to run SportsBoys.com. Now just podcasting. Check him out. Maximum Hoops. Get that on Spotify. I guess is the easiest way to find Mike Maxey there with Maximum Hoops podcast. Time about the NBA trade deadline. Another team like Boston that I think. I've seen enough of, and they can blow up uh, and try and figure out how to rebuild it around. Uh, that's the Sacramento Kings, uh, which they've been trying and trying and trying. And to be honest with you, Fox is a nice player. I don't think he's had as great of a year as he had last year. Uh, Halliburton, the Wisconsin native, he's playing fairly well uh, at this point. But, you know, the Buddy Heels, Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley's of the world, the Tristan Thompson's, Alex Lenz, and those guys, to me, all could be moved, and regardless of what you get back is okay because none of those guys are part of the future of that Kings roster, I would imagine. Now, I don't know if any of them fit into the Bucks plans necessarily, but that's another team that probably should consider blowing that thing up. Uh, 100%. Uh, but at what point are they, I mean, are they on their third or fourth blow up? You know, I mean, they're just uh, they're just a, a mess. Uh, Darren Fox, who I absolutely love, has, you're right, he has not had the great year. He's battling injuries right now. Halliburton's been a nice find. He had 17 assists the other day. Uh, so is that someone you can make into your point guard of the future? Uh, you know, Darren Fox would get you a lot back. Um, I know that the Lakers are interested in Harrison Barnes. Um, I, I know that Harrison Barnes, if, uh, if, Sacramento stops being so stingy. They could probably get, uh, you know, get some nice players for him. Uh, Marvin Bagley's probably 100% gone. Um, they, 
that that that's a divorce waiting to happen. So uh, there's a lot of uh, pieces um, that Sacramento could be giving up. Buddy Heald, obviously, he almost went to the Lakers in the offseason. Uh, he's a guy who I, I would really like to see come off of a bench of a contender. So there's a lot of place, uh, you know, pieces that could uh, fit someplace else. What about the idea of you need that guy coming off the bench to give you some instant offense uh, as that sixth man? Because right now, Bobby Portis in the starting lineup, uh, the bench for the Bucs has been putrid. Uh, Wesley Matthews, uh, Pat Connaughton, DiVincenzo. I mean, they have not been good. They have not been giving them really anything offensively consistently night in and night out. And you bring up a guy like Buddy Yield, which would be able to give you that offense on a night in, night out basis, which currently they don't have. Well, I mean, the, all the players you said are nice players, but what are they not? They're not scorers. Correct. None of them are instant offense. Buddy Heald, even Gary Harris. These are guys who could come in. Um, would I want to get rid of DiVincenzo in a deal? Uh, not necessarily, but it might be an upgrade because uh, obviously Grayson Allen has got that starting shooting guard spot. So you need someone off the bench who can um, be a Jamal Crawford, you know, someone who can come off and, and doesn't have to worry about um, anything else but getting his points. And uh, that that is, you're right, that is 100% something the Bucks do not have right now. They don't. And I don't necessarily know if you need one necessarily to win a championship, but when you look at this Bucks team and how it lines up against the rest of the Eastern Conference, are they still your favorite, Mike, or do you have them behind other teams? Well, I mean, right now, what are they, the third third uh, team, but they're only like a half a game or a game out of uh, number one seed. Right. Um, Miami, I, I don't, I'm never really, uh, I don't believe Miami's uh, an Eastern Conference uh, finalist. Um, you know, I think Cleveland's the real deal. I think that team is on the up. But I think the Bucks are probably, if you were to look at it, I think they'd probably be still the favorite. Uh, Brooklyn, I don't know what their deal is. Uh, Kyrie Irving's only playing home games. They've or, lost, uh, what, eight games. straight now? I think it's eight yeah, straight. Yeah, they've lost yeah. eight straight. So they're in a free fall. Um, I would not be surprised if this free fall forces them to make a move in a panic situation. Um, but I, I would say they're still the favorites. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, though, I, I don't think any – any uh, path to the finals in either conference is going to be a cakewalk. Because right now you look at it, I mean, Miami is a half game in front of the Bulls uh, and the Bucks. Uh, the Cavaliers uh, uh, game out of the one seed to Miami. They just got Karis LeVert. I like that deal for Cleveland. Uh, so then the Sixers and the Raptors, and then that stupid play-in, 7-10 uh, of Brooklyn, Boston, Charlotte, and Atlanta, who's been a huge disappointment. Uh, but right there, only half game behind Atlanta is Washington, a game behind them is New York and nine and a half. And then Pacers, Pistons, and Magic, their years are done. Um, so that that's kind of what it looks like right now. How sold are you on that Bulls basketball team being a problem for, say, a Bucks if they get them in the playoffs? Well, with a healthy Lonzo Ball, I would say they are because Lonzo Ball just pressures you on defense. And he does a lot of things that do not show up in the stats. Uh, he is... He's very steady, but he's injured. I think he's done for the season. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt them. I, I think Mar DeRozan is a problem. I, I don't know what happened to him. He found the fountain of youth or what. He is a problem, and he has found the best part. Uh, best last two years have been like the best of his career, and he is. Uh, he's been playing awesome. So um, you know, Levine's in and out of lineup injuries. Uh, Vucevic has been up and down. So I, 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 I think. If the Bulls play their best, the Bulls can be a problem. But you'll see you'll get a Bulls team like the other night, you know, where, where they don't play very well. So if so. you're the Bulls, what do you want to add here before the deadline on Thursday? We talked about the Bucs. We know they need a big. They could probably use a score off the bench as well. What is Chicago trying to do? Chicago probably needs like a stretch four, like a, um, you know, like a big but who can play or a big wing. You know, like maybe a Danilo Gallinari or someone who stretched the floor. Because uh, right now they're playing uh, like basically a lineup of uh, four guards and um, and Vucevic. And uh, they're going to have problems rebounding. And I think a big team, especially a team with Giannis, who is a, a big four, you know, he's going to be able to have his way with whoever's guarding him. Uh, real quick, uh, Mike, what does this draft class look like so far in college basketball as far as what's uh, upcoming for March Madness? Obviously, Marquette, I think Shaka Smart's done a hell of a job with Marquette at this point. Johnny Davis for the Badgers, you know, one of the guys that people are talking about for National Player of the Year. So basketball is good in Wisconsin. 
Uh, but from a talent perspective, when we start talking NBA draft, uh, who are some of the guys that we all need to know about? Well, obviously, you just got to go to Duke. Uh, they have um, they have a bunch of uh, really good players. They obviously have the pa- Paolo Banchero, who is going to be a top two or three pick. Um, uh, Chet Holmgren from uh, Gonzaga. Uh, I don't everywhere I'm so uh, I'm sorry I'm the only man on planet earth <laughs> that isn't a Chet Holmgren fan and I apologize but the dude is rail thin like he, correct I just don't know how this translates to the league I mean I, I understand he looks great at Gonzaga I've watched him like four times I I don't know man I don't see how that translates but we'll see yeah, I mean, and then you also got Jabari Smith, who's getting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, looks at as possibly a number one pick. Um, you know, there there's uh, obviously it's 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 wings heavy. There's you know it's heavy on wings, um, but Jabari Smith is a guy who's going to be a possible number one pick, uh, the power four from Auburn. Um, Johnny Davis, I've seen him moving into the top ten, so this is a very interesting um, draft. You're going to see. Um, you know, you're going to see your, your, your Dukes. And then there's some G league and ignite players who are going to be uh, coming up. Here I want to see, you might be able to see some of them next week in the all-star game. Right. Johnny Davis. I want to see what he looks like come tournament time right now. He struggled the last couple of games. So I, I right. want to, I think if he has a big tournament, I think that's then now you talk about, you know, maybe top 10 uh, at that point, but he's got to figure it out. Cause again, he really didn't have a target on his back to start the year. Now that target is starting to be there. Um, and he hasn't been producing necessarily as much as you'd like to see him. Mike Maxey, Maximum Hoops, uh, NBA on Twitter. Find him on Spotify as well. Michael, thank you so much. All right, have a good one. Take care. There he is. Mike Maxey in the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. We'll apply for a home renovation loan as you're feeling anxious. Breathe. And let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan Valentine's Day is a week from today. A week from today. I don't know what y'all do for Valentine's Day. I know there are some people. I don't understand you. I know there are some people that don't do a dang thing. Ah, stupid. I'm not doing anything. And it's both people. Both both partners in the relationship. Ah, I wasted my time doing something for Valentine's Day. Then there are others uh, that do try, and that do try to do something nice for their significant other on Valentine's Day. And I get the whole thing about, well, you should be that romantic all year long. Well, you should be that way all the time. It shouldn't take one day of the year for the only time for you to be romantic. Okay, fine. Maybe, maybe that's so. 
but at least you got one romantic day out of me, right? Uh, Valentine's Day is next week. Beautiful flowers never go out of style. Lockers floors can help you stand out and have your love rise above the everyday noise. Visit LockersFloors.com for some inspirational ideas or call them right now, 276-7673, 276-7673 for timely delivery or curbside pickup and watch the magic happen. Show your love with roses or mixed spring blooms guaranteed to make her smile from ear to ear or eyes twinkle or pair up the flowers with some chocolates, adorable bears and balloons because she deserves better. She deserves Lockers Florist. Call 276-7673, 276-7673. Shop locally, love colorfully, lockersflorist.com. Adam, how is it uh, in your uh, place? Uh, is Valentine's Day a big deal for you two, or is it something of, uh, who cares? Well, we've spent three together. We've been together about two and a half going on three years. So All we've right. Had, uh, we've got, our first one was right before COVID. Right before COVID happened. So okay. uh, I took her out to, there's this place in La Crosse called Le Chateau. Beautiful what? French restaurant, three stories. Really? You got one of those um, Victorian Is it on the water? Uh, you can see the Mississippi River. Really? Okay. So I took her there, spent way too okay. much money. There's no cheap fresh, French way restaurant. Way too much that's money. That's not a thing. French restaurants are always expensive. I've never been to a French restaurant that's not. But I did it and I learned and I won't do it again. Was it good? Oh, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty okay. good. They had one of those like wine cellar style bars in the basement. That was cool to have a nice old fashioned before we actually ate dinner, which was. What did you yeah. have? Old fashioned. No, no, no. To eat. A steak. Went to a French restaurant in Disney World. Got mac and cheese. Looked at the looked at looked at it. Said, eh, nah, I'm not really feeling anything. That wasn't I'm a French just, restaurant just, in Epcot, was it? Yes. Uh I've done that. That one, yes. I did the tour. Now, granted, I was nine when we went to Epcot. Yeah, it's a no, little different than if was, you're older. No, this was in the lab within the last ten years. I guess it's been within the last ten years. Yeah. I just realized I'm not I I don't belong in a French restaurant. That's what I realized. So, I looked at the menu, it was not blown away by what I want what I saw. All right, so go on. So the last couple of years, we've obviously had to change it up. You can't we especially uh last year, we Dovey was just adamant, we're gonna stay in, we're just gonna have a cozy Valentine's, whatever. Right. So I decided because I one of the things I like to do when I'm not talking about sports right. or getting ready for the Wendy's big show or this one, I like to cook. And Good I for have you. I can't cook a lick. I have a giant stack of cookbooks oh. in my kitchen. And so my challenge is to make a nice meal, but it has to be dairy free because she can't eat dairy. My so girl I, can. My girl uh, is allergic to eggs. Try doing oh, that. Th that's hard. How do you make like <laughs> sweets and brownies dairy, and things? Dairy is one challenge. Being egg. There's egg replacements. But yeah. Okay, yep. so yeah, that's the challenge again this year is I'm going to, and now I have my new kitchen in my new place in Milwaukee, and I kind of have the feel for it, so I know what works in there, what sure. doesn't work, so I have to decide what I'm going to do. See, all of that stuff works, right? I mean, you have literally did two ends of the spectrum. You did the one, spend a ton of money, go to and spend on some big lavish meal and do that whole thing. Then the other end, which is obviously the less expensive route, which is just stay in and cook a nice meal for your girl or whatever else. Then there's the flowers uh, aspect of it that you can do and have them sent to her work and the whole deal or whatever the case may be. There's the the jewelry uh, center aspect of things where you can go buy her, you know, some jewelry for Valentine's Day. There's all kinds of different things uh, that you can do uh, for Valentine's Day. So there you go. Uh, didn't want to spend too much time on it, but I was just curious. Uh, okay, so uh, quickly here, we got Rami Makhlouf coming up here at 3 o'clock, and I know he's going to want to uh, get in here and talk at some point. Can we just talk a little bit longer about the NBA trade deadline? Just a little bit. We've been talking so much Packers. I don't, haven't really had a chance to uh, get into the NBA necessarily all that much. The Philadelphia 76ers are nuts. God, just, can we just be honest? Nuts. Absolutely Bonkers crazy. Daryl Morey, who I respect, like I I think he's a uh, really smart dude and his analytics and all this other stuff, and I, I get it. But some of what I'm seeing asking price-wise for Ben Simmons lost your ever-loving mind. We were talking about the Kings earlier with Mike Maxey. One report said they wanted Halliburton and Fox for Ben Simmons. Uh, no. And that's exactly what happened. Now, 
we're having conversations about, well, James Harden and Ben Simmons and something along those lines and what they would want back in order to get that deal done. And again, I don't think I'm on as small of an island as I am with, with Holmgren necessarily in college basketball. I wouldn't want Ben Simmons on my team. Not for the money he's making. For the money that Ben Simmons is making, he has to be your one or two option. Has to be. I mean, that, that's, that's where you're at. That's what they paid him. You get Ben Simmons to me. Again, you can disagree. That's fine. He's a less physical Draymond. I mean, he, that's what really he is. He can pass out of the post. He can play the four, get up and run a little bit. More athletic Draymond, I guess. The only problem is what makes Draymond good is he can pull you away from the hoop and shoot the three. Simmons can't even do that. Simmons has to get going downhill to be effective and get going to the rim. But that's what he is. He ain't no dang, he's not a point guard. You can't have him running point guard and think you're going to win a championship. That's not happening. He's going to have to be the four and then pass out of that. Pass off the corner. You know, run the offense around him, kind of with him posted up in the corner. Kind of like the Bucks did years ago with Bogut. We've seen what some other NBA teams do. That's kind of, in my opinion, how you got to use Ben Simmons. And to me, I'm not giving up two potential star players or guys with huge upside for that dude. So no chance. You want a one for Ben Simmons, and I've got a bunch of cap room to absorb that? Fine. But you want two, three star players potentially or two, three really good players? No. No, 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 no. Then you could figure it out, Mr. Uh, Daryl Morey, in Philadelphia. There's no chance. Regardless of Brooklyn's lost eight in a row. Regardless of the fact Kyrie can only play away games. Regardless of the fact that KD seemingly James Harden aren't being able to figure this out. Regardless of all that. I'm not trading all that. Sometimes you have general managers and owners that get inflated opinions of players that they have and then ask for way more than they should get. And then what happens is by the time they realize they screwed up, it's so late in the game, they get half of what they could have had had they just been reasonable in what the request was to begin with. And that is probably going to be what happens with Ben Simmons. You watch. If he gets dealt, and I don't think he's going to, but if he gets dealt between now and Thursday, that package won't be anywhere near as big as what he probably could have gotten had he tried to trade him a month and a half ago. Without question. Could have got way more. And now you've essentially screwed yourself. Meanwhile, John Wall, another guy that's not playing, is sitting out, just sitting there, and not even playing, not with the team, just watching TV, waiting for somebody to say they want John Wall. This league is so screwed up right now. Got guys that are fully capable of playing, not playing at all. And talented guys. Talented guys. If Ben Simmons wanted out, he should be playing. Like, dude, I want out. If you don't trade me at the deadline, then I'm not playing the second half of the year. Now, that threat is a threat. I'll play up to the deadline. I'll keep my mouth shut. But I want you to trade me. If you don't trade me at the deadline on February 10th, then I'm not playing the second half of the season. That makes sense. To do this whole nonsense that he's been pulling... This way, you devalue yourself, make you not attractive, and now you're forcing them to try and trade you without getting fair return, which they don't have to do. Want to know why? Because you, Ben Simmons, are causing yourself, what's he going to cause himself? Around $30 million, $36 million if he doesn't play by the end of the year? He's already cost himself $19 million at this point by simply not playing. How dumb. Now, we're talking about... The opposite of dumb is smart. Rami Makhlouf is here, and he'll he'll join us coming up next. Hey, don't forget, BetQL's Giving Props is back for this weekend. Whether you played the free-to-play contest for the first three weeks of the postseason or not, you have a brand-new shot at winning $2,000. Ten new props have been posted around the game this upcoming weekend. It's easy. Most correct picks wins two grand. And as long as you sign up at least 15 minutes before kickoff, you have an equal chance of taking home the $10,000 grand prize. Just text PROPS, P-R-O-P-S, to 20357 to sign up and then make your picks. Text PROPS to 20357. (laughs) 
Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun. Check them out. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. You missed it over the weekend. They had to badger marching band in and they were good. Hey, you looking for a new career? Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? How about a company that has been in business for over 30 years? Well, right now, Young Express is looking to hire dispatchers. So, that's what you need to be able to do. You want to multitask in a fast-paced environment, good communication skills, computer literate, an overall friendly disposition for dealing with a variety of customers and drivers, no experience necessary, they're willing to train you to be a dispatcher at Young Express. If they hire you, competitive hourly wage, paid holidays, vacation time, personal days, 401k with company match, and a health plan. Apply today at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success. Drives them. John Young and his crew. Great people. Great people to work for uh, as well. So check them out if you're looking for a gig. Rami Makloff shaking his head. Uh, What is wrong, Rami? You ever just can't type? Uh, every day, like you're trying to send a text or search for something, and you you just you mistype the same word about five ten times. I do that trying to log into my phone every day. It's so annoying. Yep. And there's nobody day. to be annoyed at but yourself. I continuously you know put what I mean? a B instead of an N. Like I keep one hitting the, the space word. bar. Or I don't want to hit the space. But it's these big stupid thumbs I have. No, sorry. No uh, problem. What's coming up on your show today? Coming up on the show today, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Out of the gates, we'll talk about this hiring of Steve Bisaccia. Mm-hmm. And see if uh, Packers fans think that the Packers are actually taking special teams seriously because they hired Steve Bisaccia. Five seasons, uh, special teams units have not allowed a blocked punt or field goal in the last five years. Really? However, mm-hmm. uh, as we w- dug further, mm-hmm. special teams are pretty much average across the board in his eight seasons as special as teams far as coordinator. The overall rankings? Yes. Okay. Uh, and normally, uh, his special teams improve about four spots. Uh, from the previous year, every year when he comes in, other than 2018, uh, which it actually dropped. So if you take that one out, they actually have improved eight spots every year where he's gone into a new position from the previous year. So again, you know what's going to be acceptable that it actually works? If he goes from 32 to 28, is that acceptable? I don't think people are going to be excited. If he goes from 32 to 20, I think that will be more than enough. Okay, If you can make that type of jump. I don't think anybody's expecting him to go from 32 to top five. Like, that's completely unfair if that's what people expect. I mean, it are. depends what else they do, which is kind of the point of what I'm going to say. But we'll get to that yeah. at the top of the hour. At 3.30, talk about the Bucks. You feel like the Bucks are hitting their stride. Also, the return of Greg Oden. You know what I? What was the first thing I thought of when I saw that the Bucks signed Greg Oden? What? Do you remember when I made talked you walk, about walk out of the studio? Talk, talked about it on the air today, actually. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, remember it well. <laughs> No happier now than I was that day when it happened. (laughs) That's one of the moments in in my radio career where I'm so torn because I felt bad. I genuinely felt bad. For not listening and paying attention to what I was saying and jumping to a completely different reaction. For those who don't know, Sparky was saying, was comparing the Greg Oden signing to the Reggie White signing. what aspect? We don't need to get into it. No, because that's that's where it went sideways because you all didn't listen to me and thought I was talking about There's that no he was going to be a Hall of Famer on the floor. This is why I didn't want to rehash all the details. Which is like, not You're going to get all was, riled up again. That's right. not what I'm trying to Correct. do. Because I, it like, still irritates me that y'all didn't listen and then took it a completely different way than I was saying on the radio and then made a whole big deal of it. I, I, it would have been one thing if you would have said, no, no other free agents are going to come here just because he comes here, Sparky. Okay, fine. That's fine. But you didn't take what I said. I wasn't trying to get you all riled well, up. Well, you did. Lately, I've been, I've been riling everybody up. I get Bart riled up. I got Sam riled up the other day on the show, yeah, which did. I didn't even know he was got, possible. He got real yeah, mad. Yeah, he did. You. He got real mad. Now you're, yep. and I don't, now I'm getting the reputation as the guy who likes to tilt people and get them riled up. That's, and that's not. You. No, it's not. That's you're not. A poker. I don't try to be that Pride. guy. I do not. I do not yeah. try to be that guy. That wasn't it's, the point of it. That's all right. But so that was the point Sparky was making. I wasn't understanding his point, I guess. Or Gary. Or Gary. And Sparky wasn't even supposed to work that day. Nope, came in here because I was all excited and happy <laughs> and left angry. And then poor Kay had to deal with me angry at the world for the next hour of our we drive. Got him so angry he just walked out of the studio. The next hour of the drive, I wouldn't talk to her. I wouldn't I, talk to anybody we, in the car. She was like, what is going on? So I, I told her. She's like, so now you're going to take this on our trip. That well, was the part I felt the worst I said, about. 
Yeah, pretty she, much. She texted me and was like, great. Thanks for putting Sparky in this mood on yep. this trip. That I was, was the hot part. for a good hour before and, I called As soon as he walked out, I was like, man, I feel bad. But also, I feel like that was really good radio. Yeah, because it was a road trip. We were going on a road trip. And yeah, you ruined the first hour of that trip for sure. But it was really good radio. Like even like like five minutes after you walked out of the studio, Mike Clemens texted me. He was like, man, that was awkward and tense, but radio gold. Yeah, good job, you dude. You all like uh, the same thing. Y'all like <laughs> anger on the radio. See, you talk to these radio clowns, they all say the same thing. If you're screaming and yelling at each other, <laughs> no, that's good radio. No, it, it's not that. It so was just, stupid. It was interesting. It was, it was, it was, it was interesting. It was. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was. What's on your show? Uh, so we'll talk about that at 3.30. The Bucks and Greg Oden return at 4 o'clock. Something dawned on me today, Sparky. Something, something dawned on me. We maybe shouldn't have been as surprised. Even I mean, I picked the Packers to lose, but there was even some surprise for me in that. But... We should have maybe not been as surprised as we all were when the Packers lost that game. I realized something today, and I'll tell you what that is at 4 o'clock. 4.30, Matt Schneidman of The Athletic will be here. He had a really good article about how you can work the salary cap and oh, keep Aaron Rodgers. He's still coming out with you? Yeah. Good. Why wouldn't he? So what, didn't Bart irritate him, too, at some point or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Bart's, he's on, well, he and Bart are, are both on each other's naughty list, I guess. Does but. anybody... Anybody cover the Packers like Bart other than Ryan? It's uh, a good question. I don't know. It's a good question. It's a very I feel good question. like he's attacked like everybody but Ryan. He has. I've tried and, to talk to him about this. And I don't know if Ryan would be uh, free of this either if Ryan wasn't a regular on our show. <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> you think he'd be in Bart's crosshairs too? Everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. You're probably it. right. I don't get it. You're probably right. So Schneidman will be here at 4.30 and plenty of other stuff to get to on the Rama Show today, 3 to 6. That's coming up next. Have a good one. Don't forget Ross Tucker, uh, Odyssey NFL Insider, first hour tomorrow, 10.35. Toby Altiz are in for me tomorrow. Leroy Butler, Gary back from the Pro Bowl, so he'll be on the show too tomorrow. Have a good one. Toodles! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.